But welcome to church today. Turning your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 1. 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The Amplified Bible reads, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craven and cringing and fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Both faith and fear have an incredible way of consuming our lives. A spirit of fear renders one weak. A spirit of fear messes with love. And a spirit of fear turns the mind unsound. Only a spirit of faith will keep us empowered. Only a spirit of faith will keep us loving. And only a spirit of faith keeps us sound in the mind. The only spirit of fear we are to have is the fear of the author of faith. You see, faith only fears the author of faith, the father of faith, the father of lights. Faith does not fear the father of lies, nor the father of fears, doubts, worries, uncertainties, terrors, dreads, anxieties, and horrors. Both the spirit of faith and the spirit of fear are not far from any of us. I believe the Spirit of the Lord would ask us, who is feeding our hearing? What is feeding our hearing? Because the Bible says, Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and fear in many cases comes by hearing. Fear has a lot to do with our ear. The voice translation reads, so faith proceeds from hearing as we listen to the message about God's anointed. As we listen to the message about Jesus, the message of Christ, the message of who He is and all He means to our lives and to our world. What is the message of Christ? Isaiah 53 Verses 4 and 5, surely he has borne our griefs, sicknesses, and carried our sorrows, pains. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. What is the message of Christ? Luke chapter 4, verses 18 and 19, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. What is the message of Christ? 
John 16, 33. These things I've spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The New Living Translation reads, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Back to Romans 10, 17, the Passion Translation, faith then is birthed in a heart that responds to God's anointed utterance of the anointed one. I want to encourage us today, it's time to birth faith in our hearts. It's a day and a season to birth faith in our hearts. We are to be those that continually take care of our hearts, feed the faith that has been birthed in our hearts. If we are going to birth faith in our hearts, we are going to have to guard our ear. What are we subjecting our ear to? What are we feeding our ear? What utterance? Anointed utterance? Or worldly utterance? Does faith ignore facts? No. It exalts divine realities over facts. It feeds that which keeps faith strong. It exalts anointed utterance. See, the reality is that every day we are choosing faith or we are choosing fear. Each and every day we are promoting faith or we are promoting fear. Both faith and fear cut to the heart. It's no wonder the Bible says, Proverbs 4, verses 20 to 23, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. In this life, in this world, our faith will be pressed. Our faith will be tried. Our faith will be tested. Our faith, our faith will be proven. 1 Peter 1, verses 5 to 7, the NLT. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold, so when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You see, faith is a protection. Faith is a defense. Faith is a guard. Faith is a shield. Faith is a shelter. And faith is a weapon. Psalm 27, verses 1 to 3. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? 
When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. Perhaps the problem isn't the hearing, but the reading. We live in a world full of information, a world of opinions, a world of suggestions and recommendations and declarations. We live in a world of diagnoses. We live in a world of non-stop, unending, around-the-clock feeding. Technology is having its way with faith, and it may not be that we are hearing it, but reading it. Psalm 101, verse 3, I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. Ah, but it's not wickedness. It's fact. Yet I would say today, though they may seem as facts, they may seem as real facts, Look what it's doing to our hearts. Look what it's doing to our faith. Look what it's doing to our confession for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It's birthing fear rather than faith. It's placing fear rather than faith. And it's messing with the issues of life. Exalting facts and stats over divine realities. The Passion Translation, I refuse to gaze on that which is vulgar. I despise the works of evil people. And anything that moves my heart away from you, I will not let evil hold me in its grip. Is it moving our hearts closer to the Lord or moving our hearts further away from the Lord? When the eyes of the entire world are on the world's reporting, it's no time for the people of God to surrender their eyes to the same. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. We are not about to conform to the patterns of this world, and I pray that that is the cry of your heart. Psalm 119, verse 18, open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your law. Psalm 119, verse 37, turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. Psalm 121, verse 1 reads, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. Faith over fear. Psalm 121, verses 2 to 8, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither sleep nor slumber. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. 
The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. I want to exhort the church today by the Spirit of God. It is time for more faith talk, and it is time for no fear talk. It is time to promote faith in our lives. It is time to choose faith over fear. Every day we are either choosing faith or we are choosing fear. Each and every day we are either promoting faith or we are promoting fear. When the ears and the eyes of the world dwell on things that birth fear, we will dwell on things that birth faith. My father recently mentioned a cure, protection, for this name being declared across the planet. Cure Ed 91. Cured 91. Let it be today a cure for the fear. I want to read Psalm 91, verses 9 to 16 in the Passion Translation. The text reads, When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you have delighted in me as my great lover, I will greatly protect you. I will set you in a high place, safe and secure before my face. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will find and feel my presence, even in your time of pressure and trouble. I will be your glorious hero and give you a feast. You will be satisfied with a full life and with all that I do for you. For you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. Verses 9 and 10 in the New King James Version. Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. It's time to birth faith in our hearts. It's time to take in the Word of God, to drink in the Word of God, to partake of the Word of God, to build the faith and to promote the faith. That number 19 that's going across the planet right now, I was talking with the Lord and He gave me a list of 19 things. 19 things declared over our lives. 19 realities. And my prayer is that these would birth faith today. Here is the list. You are purchased. You are ransomed. You are rescued. You are chosen. You are justified. You are bought by the blood of Christ. You are accepted. You are adopted. You are fathered. You are friended. You are loved, you are called, you are commissioned, you are set apart, and you are destined 
You are royal. You are holy. You are righteous. You are covered by the blood of Christ. Church, it is time to exalt divine realities over facts. It is time to exalt the word of the Lord. It is time to birth faith, and it is time to feed faith. This is a day to choose faith over fear. And this is a day to birth faith in our hearts. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God does not give us a spirit of fear. God does not birth a spirit of fear in his children. His word does not give us a spirit of fear. His anointed utterance does not give us a spirit of fear. His anointed utterance gives us a spirit of faith. It gives us a spirit of power. It gives us a spirit of love and of a sound mind. Faith only fears the author of faith. Things may need to change today. The hearing, the reading. Things may need to change today. The addressing and the confessing. Let the Spirit of God work and speak to us today. That faith would be birthed in our hearts. That faith would be promoted in our living, in our homes, in our lives. I want to share a pretty radical quote. Charles Spurgeon Fear to die? Thank God I do not. The cholera may come again next summer. Pray it may not. But if it does, it matters not to me. I will toil and visit the sick by night and by day until I drop. And if it takes me, sudden death is sudden glory. This is a season, an hour of faith. Let faith arise. Let faith become the strongest force in our lives. Let faith become the living force in our homes. Let faith take over. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Only a spirit of faith will keep us empowered, keep us loving, and keep us sound in the mind. portion of scripture that's been burning in my spirit as of late is Luke chapter 18 verse 8. When the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? When the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? It's time to choose faith over fear. Hebrews 12, verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Hebrews 12, 2, in the Passion Translation, we look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze onto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection.
remember today and every day that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you today for your word. We thank you, Lord, that you are the author of faith. You are the author of faith. You are the finisher of faith. And I pray that you would do a deep work inside of each and every one of us. God, do a work in our homes. Do a work, Lord, in this city. Do a work in this province, in this nation, and in the nations of the world in this time. I pray that you would speak to hearts like never before. I pray that faith would be birthed in the lives of your children, Lord. And Father, those that don't have faith birthed in them will be drawn to you. Lord, we trust in your word. I pray that we would drink in your word like never before and take it in. I pray that we would be those that promote faith, not fear. Those that choose faith, not fear. And that we would stand, stand on the promises of our God. And Lord, in this time, let us be a people. And in every time, every season of life, a people that exalt divine realities. We give you all the glory today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Trust you've been encouraged and inspired in your walk with Christ. Go with God today.